G'day trendsetters, welcome to episode 533 of the Trainsmooth podcast. My name is Tim Egg, and if you have a question for the show, jump on through to the website trainsmooth.com or send me through an email, tim at trainsmooth.com. Now, just like so many other episodes I do, shortly, either shortly after I've finished, finished the podcast or I'm out cycling, running, driving around or whatever, I get the idea, it's something in my plucks into my head and I think man I should have added that into the podcast man I'm I kick myself and then I think I should add it on to the next episode so I provide a little bit more information then I forget all about it anyway today's not one of those days I did forget to, um, to add something into yesterday's episode about training logs and information some adding extra to make it more valuable um I forgot to add one thing you really should consider adding into your training diaries everyone um i do it just i do it every day um i weigh myself just about every single day between well i would say a minimum of four or five days a week at minimum i would be weighing myself i try and do it every day and I, so that's added into my training log same with uh, my hrv um resting heart rate and more times than not I'll also do the you know diet quality, how you're feeling, you know, fatigue levels, perceived effort, that sort of thing as well. But anyway, just wanted to add that little bit of information there. So today's question comes from Jason, who I've just recently started coaching, and God bless him, he sent me he sent me six questions, and uh, I like that about him. The but I am going to wrap two of the questions up into the one episode today because they're half related. Uh, so just give a bit more information. Jason's recently just started, um, just finished his first week as of today, and he's booked in for Ironman Australia next year. He writes, uh, rear disc wheels for Ironman Port Macquarie or not? Do you need to move above 35 kilometres per hour for him to be effective, or is that a myth? So we'll do that question first, and then we'll add the the. Then he's got a question about tire pressure next. So with the disc wheels, like most things, when we're talking about aerodynamics improvements on, in particular on the bikes, the the faster you go, the greater the gains are going to be. So um, with Port Macquarie, you half the time you're either going up or you're going down. You will be going over 35 k's an hour going downhills. You you definitely hope to. Um, so you're going to get benefits going downhills, and so there's that. Do you need disc wheels? Yeah, um, it, there is that slight better benefit that most most of us are going to get. I personally don't run disc wheels. I I have um 808s on my front of my bike and a, Z, a Zip 1080 on the back of the on the back. So it's a still a good deep wheel. Um, I still get a lot of benefit from it, but I don't think they make the Zip 1080s anymore. I, I, I think uh, they stopped stopped making them a little while ago. But you could definitely get away with an 808. Uh, um, but but you you will see some benefits. But the most important thing you, that my, um, you'll um, be, when you go to an Ironman, you're going to get uh, see a lot of people. Uh, they'll have the best equipment. They'll have the best looking gears. You, they'll have the aero helmets, and then they'll be just uh, 
dawdling around at an alarmingly slow rate, but they look amazing on the photos, and that is the most important. People are going to be looking at those photos for years. In like family will be looking at those photos for years. You pull them out for your grandchildren, and this is me, and they, they don't know how how unaerodynamic or aerodynamic that stuff is. As long as you look good on the photos, I think that's the main thing. But um, truthfully. If the budget fits, um, you will get some benefits from the disc wheel um, at Port Macquarie. But you'll, um, you know, yeah, you're gonna you'll start seeing benefits from 30k's an hour up. 40k's an hour, you start seeing real benefits. 45k's an hour, you start seeing better benefits. It goes up. Um, but probably about 30k's an hour, you're gonna start seeing some slight improvements there. Um, but another way to look at it is that just the good quality wheel, you see huge improvements. I, I train on old heavy wheels. I, I, I make it a point to train on old heavy wheels. And I do have one set of wheels that are decent that I use in training. And I used to have two tyres on each wheel just to make them heavier and slower. So you'd cut the walls off one off an old tyre and stick it stick it under and made it significantly slower. But my old like my old heavy wheels that I use for on um, every training ride versus my zips, there's they're like a five k an hour difference just on but. It, between them, four or five k's an hour, easy improvements there. Just the quality of the wheel is just huge. Um, so, I, I, if you, you know, if your budget can allow a good quality wheel, whether it's a disc or a deeper, deeper wheel like an eight oh eight or or the equivalent of, um, that's that's real money. But that it costs real money, but it's a real value in time. You, you'll get to the transition to a lot faster than your general wheel that comes with most bikes. Though those wheels are improving greatly too. So the next question comes from tire pressure. Tire pressure for Port Macquarie: twenty-five mil clinches, weight at sixty. So. For everyone who's wondering, see the old rule of thumb used to be pump your pump your tire up to twenty uh, to one hundred and ten psi, and Bob's your uncle, Fanny's your aunt. That's definitely um, proven to be way too much now. A lot of people ride generally as as well as on race day with tire pressure too high for them. Um, we at a glance when I saw that question I thought oh, as long as it's under 90 psi you should be right but if ever but don't just take assume that because everyone's going to be be different so if you guys type in to um, Google silica tire pressure they've got a still silica tire pressure calculator or something like that so s-i-l-c-a silica very very high quality company so they won't put their name onto anything that's crap so i really recommend them um before they go oh he's probably getting a sponsorship money or link or something i don't i get nothing but i'm more than happy to accept the sponsorship from them um but if you type in the Silka tire pressure calculator in there and you type in your information here, so I've just done a very quick um, glance at it. So you're 25 mils. The, the roads are going to be rough and dead in, in Port Macquarie, the, like very rough, dead roads. Um, 
you've you know i just added all that i put your weight i put the type of, i, I kind of guessed what sort of i just put a high pressure high performance tire uh, that you're going to be using the weight's going to be distri- evenly distributed 50 percent in the front 50 percent in the rear and that gives you a tire pressure of 82 psi for the front and 82 psi for the back so the, so have a look at that calculator if you guys are wondering what and you, and you should just type that in for each type of race you do. So if you're on a race, it's going to be um, super smooth. That might give you a different tire pressure as well. Um, but yeah, 82 psi. This is their calculator is recommending. So don't just take that word for it though. Practice it on. Pump it up and run some tests. Make sure make sure that you're happy with with that in training. So, I hope that helps. If you guys have any other questions, jump on through to the website, trainsmooth.com. Until next episode, hooray.